and welcome to the S Word Live. <laughs> Renee Rebar here, sales strategist, TEDx speaker, and author. And my goal is to help make sales simple and fun. So today's topic: <clears throat> Dun dun dun. What happens once you get the lead? So this is a question that I get all of the time. Some people call it the friend zone. Have you ever had that before where you felt like, well, they're my friend. Do I really invite them to anything? Uh, what do I invite them to without feeling like, oh, I just made friends with you because you were my friend and uh, I want it because you were somebody who I thought might be a sale, right? Like we don't want that to happen or I don't want to make an offer to them because what if they don't want it and then we'll end our friendship. So I've had all these different situations. Hey, Lena, say hello as you join. I am live in Detroit today. It is literally snowing out, and yes, it is April. So what? <laughs> all right, so what is the weather doing by you? Hey, Sue. So what? Now you got the lead. Now what? So let me talk to you about um, the journey that I took when I first came online and the journey that a lot of my clients take. So let's say you're a done-for-you service provider. Your services, what your business sells is you doing work for someone else, whether it be a virtual assistant, whether you're a funnel builder, maybe you're a Facebook ads manager, um, maybe you're a copywriter, maybe you're an author. So um, what do you do? Maybe you're a travel agent. If you do done-for-you services, and you that means you might not have uh, a funnel, right? You don't really necessarily need a freebie up front or a, an SLO, or, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. So when I first came online, I had 20 years of professional experience selling. When I came into the online space, I didn't have courses, I didn't have a freebie, I didn't have even a website. I, I just had me and my knowledge and the people that would show up and talk to me, <laughs> right? Hey Lisa, hey Farah, thanks for joining live. So if that's you, let me know in the comments, yes, I'm a service provider. Maybe you also have courses and programs, which usually comes very soon after success in selling your own knowledge and or expertise. So where I meet people often initially is when they first come in the online space, and again, they are experienced, they have worked in the field, they have earned their stripes, if you will, but they don't necessarily have the website or the funnel or the freebie and the email service provider all set up and humming. So what do you do with the leads that you get, right? A lead could be a referral. Like, hey, Lori, I love what you do. You should totally meet Beth. Oh, Beth, this is Lori. Lori, this is Beth. So what if Beth doesn't want to buy from you today, Lori? What do you do? I mean, if you're not emailing people regularly, if you don't have content that you're putting out regularly, which is not a crime, by the way, it's something you eventually want to build up to if you want a course or a program, but it's not necessarily gonna put you out of business, okay? So if you are a done-for-you service provider with a set set of expertise and you get a referral, let's say Lori gets introduced to Beth, then what? What do you do? Well, that's where I was when I first came to the online space. I was getting referrals because I would meet people like in Facebook groups or I would meet people at, at you know, at, at cool, when I had them in person events, you know, I would go to networking groups like Nabo or Digital Detroit or whatever the case, or co-working places and I, I would meet people, but then where did I send them? You know, even if you give them your business card or even if you send them to a website, it's so passive. It's like waving on the highway as you pass each other. What good is that gonna do either of you? Because the reality is when you initially meet someone, do they, like, what is the percentage of that person being ready to buy now? Slim, slim to none, <laughs> right? 
maybe 1%, 2%. So then how do you nurture that lead? Or what I like to say is how do you nurture the relationship? Or better yet, how do you move the needle along so that you don't go in the friend zone and you do stay connected, but it doesn't always have to be like, hey, did you want to buy my thing yet? Or, hey, did you want to buy my thing yet? Or, hey, did you want to buy my thing <laughs> Like, Because that's annoying, right? And that's not follow-up, by the way. That's not what I would call follow-up. That's, anno- that's what we don't want to do. So if you are that person, and you, this is, and you can relate to my story, what I did was I created a Facebook group. <laughs> that's what I did. I had to find some container to continue the conversation. Then I started this show, the S Word Live Show, where every week I came to the online space at 12.30 p.m. on Wednesdays, live from my Facebook page, which I still do, and I would share a story and some information, some interesting things like I'm still doing about situations that come up with my clients during the last week. So if you don't have a freebie, if, you don't, if you're not emailing your list, if you're not necessarily like, what am I gonna have as my content? If you're stressing about content and serving your clients and finding clients, then a great container, a great place is, and it, it's easy, it's no or low tech, it's, Hey, listen, I have a Facebook group and there's, I started my Facebook group with eight people, eight. And those are people that I just found interesting that I had interviewed for an email, uh, e-magazine that I had created, which was really just an email series. And I connected with them and then I continued to ask them questions. They became my first clients, a lot of them. And if they didn't, they became connectors. So they were like, oh, Renee, you have to meet Suzanne. And I would meet Suzanne and I would say, Suzanne, we're all hanging out in this virtual group on Facebook. We, you know, once a week I talk about sales stuff and then in between we share everything from what the tooth fairy is given because my kid is losing his teeth and uh, recipes and uh, anything else about our lives. They're like, oh, cool. So it became this water cooler type space uh, of, of entrepreneurs. And so it really became a place where I could continue the conversation, show up as myself because I'm more than just what I do for a living, right? I'm also a mom and a wife and a New Yorker and I'm Italian and I'm crazy and I talk fast and you know, whatever. I've got these crazy things that I like to do. And so I was able to share all of that with kindness and confidence and the other people in the group could share about themselves. So when I did revisit that conversation with Suzanne or with Beth, it wasn't like, hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? Hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? Hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? It was, hey, how's it going? And then we would talk about life and business. And when we spoke about business, it was two mutually respecting individuals, business women, who could then speak about a topic and offer possible solutions to solve it. So if Beth was saying, well, I'm really struggling, I'm getting people on the phone, but they're not closing, I would say, you know, you know that's what I do. <laughs> I can help you with that. And she'd say, well, what does that look like? And I'm gonna say, well, I have a few more questions. Let's frame this out and see what some possible options might look like. And she's like, okay. And then I talk to her more and I say, well, listen, we can do three sessions for this much, or we can do six months for this much. We can meet once a week. We can meet once a month. What do you, what do you feel most comfortable with? Oh, I think I like this. Okay, great. Let's put that together and let's make it happen. How does it sound next Friday? We'll start next Friday. Okay, great. So the deposit is this. Here's the agreement. Okay, great. Beth, I'll see you next Friday. I can't wait to start working with you on this project. Boom. Are we friends if she says no? Yes. Are we friends if she says yes? Yes. So we're able to be business colleagues, peers, and friends, and buy from each other. That is the container that a group invites. 
And it's the same thing goes with other people in the group. I might say, oh my gosh, you want to build a website? I know the perfect person. She's over here. She's in the group. I know her. I like her. I trust her. Check her out. And then those two can have their own conversation. So again, it creates the next place to have the relationship, to continue the relationship, to show up as yourself, and to continue to make invitations and offers. Now, that's one scenario. That's one way that having that container can help. Another way is if you do have a freebie or you do have a, a, a whole working funnel. It's another, it's another place, I call it like another container to continue the relationship, to ask more questions, to evaluate what's working, to get their opinion, like focus groups, and to continue to offer opportunities for you to connect with them and for them to connect with you and for them to connect with each other. Now, if all of that feels strange or uncertain or like, well, how the heck am I going to do all of that? Oh my gosh, I'm already busy. Keep it simple. So yes, do I have a program called Best Most Profitable Group in the Block? Yes, yes, I do. And does it answer that? Yes. Does it systematize it? Yes. Does it make it structured so you don't actually spend two hours a day doing it? Yes, it does all those things. It structures and systematizes and demystifies what it means to host a Facebook group. But regardless of that, putting that to the side for a moment, and whenever you hear this, today live or whenever, the goal here is that you look at a group not as some place where you have to show up and be a dancing monkey, no. A group is a place where you can show up and have it be your house party. So if that day you wanna serve pizza and beer, you freaking go for it. And if that other day you wanna serve champagne and caviar, be my guest, it's your house party. If one day you wanna talk up and you wanna show up and talk about sales conversations, do that. If the other day you wanna show up and talk about why you like the color blue, do that. It's your flippin' house party. That is what I'm encouraging you, the smart woman business owner who has a global business, who can work with people from anywhere virtually to offer that container where you get to show up and just be yourself and let people know you and let people see you and take days off and don't post anything for a week. Who cares? It's your house party. You can do whatever you want. Post every day. Post five times a day. It doesn't matter. It's your house party. So, But what it is more than anything else is a container to continue the conversation, to continue to get to know you and for them to continue to get to know each other. So I hope that this this passionate explanation has helped you feel better about the possibility of inviting people to continue the conversation with you after they become a lead. Because once they become a lead, that is the first step in a thousand mile journey. People ask me all the time, Renee, how do you always fill your program so quickly? How do you come up with your offers so fast and they're so good? Well, I tell you, I don't have some muse or some electrical current to like the divine. What I have is a Facebook group. I have people around me that I ask, hey, what do you think of this? Hey, what are you thinking of, about that? Or hey, what is the problem with this situation? Tell me your honest opinion. And because I have that community, because I have those trusted people that I can talk to in the Facebook group, I don't get it wrong that often because I'm not guessing. So it, again, I just can't say enough how important a Facebook group has been in my life and it can be in yours too. And not just for now, but for years. I have had my Facebook group since 2000 and I wanna say 16, as I started it before I even really started to create anything else. It was just the next place I could invite people because I knew from being in sales for 20 years 
that you can't just meet somebody and hope it all goes to plan. You can't just get a lead and hope they're just gonna follow your funnel and buy your stuff because only a few people will, even with the best copy, even with the best images, even with the best of everything. There's still that other piece that is going to not buy right now. What do you do with them? And so yeah, it could be email sequences. What if you don't have that set up yet? Or even if you do, don't you want some other place to continue the conversation, to continue to get to know the people who care about you, to continue to get to know the people that you care about. And so for years, this network that you're building can help you with not only your business and growing your sales and selling your products and services, but also for collaborations, for invitations to speaking events. I have gotten so much benefit from the network that I've invested in and spent time getting to know from having a Facebook group. So I can't encourage you enough to at least give it a shot. This is something I beat the drum about constantly. So whether this feels right for you and you're ready to take charge right now or you're ready to take the reins and reignite the, the group that you've already got or start one yourself, I encourage you to do it now because what happens after the lead, that is what happens, is continue the conversation. I hope this has helped you today because sales should not be hard or complex or confusing. And if it is, reach out, let me know. I'm here to help. And I will see you next week again for another edition of the S Word Live. Have a great day.